Podcast. Hey everyone, we're back, baby. I'm Yoni, and I'm Manny. I forgot to say, welcome back to the very nice podcast. But I'm just really excited to be back, guys. If you're watching on YouTube, and you can probably tell by the mic quality, we are back in person. We're back to our usual setup. We got the night. We got actual lighting this time. A lot of you complained, basically just my sister, that very first episode, pretty shy lighting. Now you can see our faces, and we're not virtual. So, Manny, what's up, man? How? I. <laughs> Uh, we're back. We're we're out of the pen. Yeah, so I just want to put this out there. Last episode, we did have to record virtually because I had COVID. But believe it or not, dear viewer, my fellow co-host, Yoni, also had COVID. Oh, we yeah. just didn't know yet. Yeah, so if you're not following our Instagram, which you should be, I did announce that whoever predicted yes on the poll, which is about 56%, so majority... Ooh. They know about our bromance. Uh, they <laughs> they were right. I did also have COVID. So I also quarantined for over a week. And uh, yeah, apparently new COVID regulations. You only have to quarantine for 10 days after your symptoms. And mine were a while ago. So we're both out. Um, it was tough for me. I know it was definitely more convenient for Manny. He Yoni was stuck living. in a room. I had a basement. He had an entire basement. I finished one too. Um, and then as you guys know, we are in my unfinished basement really clean you can't really tell because you have such a sexy white background but we we are back in action baby it's good to be back i this is the first time i've seen manny since oh my god it's been like two, two weeks, weeks. Yeah, that's the been... longest we've gone without seeing each other i, I want to say since the pandemic hit yeah and this is the first time we've recorded a podcast together in person since the one with magnet muse with my sister which was like three wow. weeks ago what a bromance we have honestly i mean it's just yeah it's just so long for us you know i was thinking about this the uh there, like a thing that's like um when you're separated from somebody oh separation, separation anxiety yeah, yeah. um no nah, i was thinking about this on my way here actually like summer is so close I know. Dude, it feels like summer. Do you know what I've been hyped for and I just thought about today? Going back to Wash Park and playing some pickup basketball. So, and that's the thing. So, um, Yoni and I were always friends, but we hung out a ton over this last summer. And the crazy thing is, like, we both knew we wouldn't be able to see each other as much once school started. Like, it it went from, like, almost every day to, like, weekends. But... We're almost back, baby. I know. I know. It's and nice. Spring break is coming up, which is way sooner than summer, and we're going to Cancun. So we'll still have episodes for you guys. We'll just be in Mexico. We'll post on the Instagram. Maybe we'll do a daily vlog on the Instagram, a little short video every day, you know, just to keep the <laughs> listeners in tune with what we're doing. It's probably some dumb shit. We'll see. It should be fun, though. It's very nice. But uh, Manny's actually on... You're on spring break, right? You have a two-week spring break. I know. I'm going to just go do nothing for... And you're fresh out of quarantine. So. Yeah, I got football every day, yeah. playing football. Unfortunately for our friend Daniel, who also had COVID, he got it during his spring break. So I know. He, had, he definitely had the worst timing out of the three of us, so... I literally, like, Daniel, missed... I missed the last week of school, <laughs> and then I just... I'm on... Like, literally the day my quarantine ended... The spring break started. I was like, very nice. Yeah. Because uh, I know you said this earlier, like, it's kind of hard to learn virtually. Was it tough for you to learn while in quarantine? Honestly, I think the week before spring break, teachers are trying to finish stuff up. So it was less learning. It's like I had two tests and an essay. Okay. But I cranked out the essay right away, and I reviewed for the test thoroughly, so I was ready for okay. them as well. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm, I just don't have any study skills. Like, I don't study for tests. Ever? Like, even pre-COVID? I mean, junior year, I studied more, I'd say, because junior year took the toughest classes, but, like, freshman, sophomore year. Really? I have, like, yeah. I have like really good study skills. I talked to a good friend who goes to GW. Um, he's in the IB program, and, he and like, a lot of people at GW flex, like, oh, like, you guys don't have it like we do. We're one of the best public schools because we have an IB program. Not all public schools do. Like, East does it, and Kent doesn't even, and they're private schools. But yeah. I was, like... But my friend was like, yeah, like, everybody flexes that, but, like, it's just not that hard. Like, they're like, it's super college level. Like, my friend was like, no, like, I don't, I don't work that hard. And I'm like, damn, exposed. No, some people just be smart like that, though. Like, some people True. really just don't have to he's, work he's for it. He's a smart fellow. But I just feel like those, are, to... those should be the people at IB programs, you know? I, you shouldn't have to, like, kill yourself 
over like being in the IB program if you're not built for that, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you should just like settle as like Yeah, like if we have middle school listeners, which I bet we do. We definitely do actually. You know, when you're going into high school, you know, like don't don't shoot for the stars. Aim, aim for the aim, moon. Like Pop Smoke's album. <laughs> yeah, we do. We got some synergy. We're already back with the synergy. That's gonna be That is gonna be right. But <laughs> Um Yeah, no, it's great to be back, but I know for me, I was stuck in my ten by ten foot room and just like like that window I have in my room. You know, Is that the, that's that the was, only way you separated day from night? Well, that was my only view of the outside <laughs> world. It's a pretty view. There's an aspen tree, but I can't really see much because it's just like Wait, my neighbor's were, backyard. Were you not allowed to leave? No. I, I went to the basement, double masked, to play video games. I was allowed on the middle floor to eat. Really? Yeah. No, I just ate my room, bro. Because eating, you obviously have to take your mask off. I mean, it I worked out. It worked because my mom's fully vaccinated yeah. and my dad is one shot. And nice. we always like stayed away from each other. And then he just came back. His negative test just came back today. So he's like, oh, okay. he's I was going to ask you. Yeah. So we hadn't really been keeping in touch with that. So neither of Well, you, you're, only your parents are home, right? None of your siblings. Well, okay. If you want to talk about how crazy things really are, Abigail, that's my girlfriend. Yeah. I saw her three times. Like the, week the week, like after I had gotten exposed, but before I knew I was exposed and had COVID, she tested negative. She just didn't get it. Dude, I'm telling you, I've been saying this. It's the luck of where the air particles fall. That's that's what that's my saying because I don't know, man. It's, so, it's something fishy. Yeah, okay? I'm ask if your dad got it. Good thing he didn't. So both your parents are negative, so they didn't get it, even though you were like in them with the house. But um, my mom tested positive. And she's, like, done with quarantine, too. Oh, my God. You gave it to her? I think so. That's my... That's the theory. Is she okay? Yeah, yeah. She's she's healthy. I was worried about my dad getting it for, you know... Obviously, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've already said it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're so... Funny. Um, but he's not... He's just not as healthy as my mom. Um, so I was a little worried about him getting it. But, um... But he, he and my little sister tested negative, so just like with your parents. So that's really fortunate for both. Yo, let's talk symptom talk. How, how are your symptoms? That's a great question. I honestly felt most of the symptoms at the very beginning, and I had symptoms before I tested positive. So even be- before my officially knowing, that was probably the worst of it. After officially knowing, it like got two better. days afterwards. Yeah, me too. I kind of was behind on the But, train, but what symptoms did you have before you knew? I think I may have had a fever, but I just kind of brushed it off. I was like, I'm fine. Because it was definitely like a low fever. Because you a beast. You built different. No, for me, I just get sick like at least four times a year. I don't know if I've talked about my like shitty or not shitty immune. I don't no, know. No, it's, it's shitty. You have a shitty immune system. But <laughs> Thank you. But I get sick a lot. And I actually had already gotten sick twice during this the whole pandemic and it wasn't covid right yeah, but i obviously had a quarantine for a couple of days which is annoying but so i thought that's what that was this case but then like the day after i tested positive was probably the last bad day i actually had some chest pain really I'm like damn I, I really do have covid oh wow because like i was coughing the days before kind of like a wet cough uh. and then ew yeah, why did you have to say wet cough that just makes well, it sound so much it sounds so much grosser. It's, it is a lot grosser. Cause, if you have a wet cough, you're probably sick. Because it's like, you're, you really feel like stuff. Oh, dry cough from. is just like... Dry coughs hurt, though. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Like, if I choke on water, which happens a lot. The I know, bro. I cho- you think, like, people say to drink water if you're, like, if you got some food stuck. Uh, yeah. I choke on water. Because it goes down the wrong pipe. Yeah, man. Crazy story. My uncle on my mom's side... Um, her brother, he like swallowed a quarter once and it like <laughs> stopped his airway. <laughs> what? Is he okay? D- no, is he oh, dead? He's fine. No, now he's actually ironic. Ironically enough, he is like a doctor. Like he has an MD. He were he does. How like, did he get it out? Did they do research? that thing where they cut open the neck and they stick a straw I know, I know in to, to let them keep breathing? Room. I think they just like probably did some Heimlich shit. But have you seen that in the movies? Yeah. Like where they like cut open the neck and they stick a straw in. Yeah. So yeah. like it, like they can breathe through the straw. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's have cool. you also seen like the smoking commercials of like My name's Gretchen. Yeah, with like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with tube in their throat. That's yeah. sad. But um no, what's crazy is my mom told me that story. Actually, it may be false because my mom told me it when I was younger and it was because I used to put like quarters on in my mouth. It was definitely false. And I was like, I don't know why, because you know how like kids, everybody like pretends like the pretzel sticks are like cigarettes. Like everybody's been there. Okay, I know the listeners know. For some reason, I thought like that was cool with a quarter, even though it looks nothing, not anywhere near the shape. 
So you always used to have quarters, like half of it out and half of it in my mouth. My mom's like, you're going to swallow that shit and die. You're going to fucking die. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so I stopped. Um, That's I just, funny. I just wouldn't stop. Like I would always chew on like plastic water bottle caps before I knew what they were doing in the ocean. Um, <laughs> before the sea turtles. Okay. Before I knew. Um, and my parents were always like, stop chewing that on that. And I'd be like, okay. And take it out of my mouth. It's a blessing that you're here today. And then I'd wow. wait till they looked somewhere else and I'd pop it right back in. Okay, let me tell you about my symptoms. Okay, yeah, go for it. So, in hindsight, um, my symptoms were also probably the worst before I knew I had it. And the funniest thing is that you also had bruised your sternum. Yeah, so that's the crazy thing. I had a basketball... So, before the basketball game, actually, (laughs) I was, like, really exhausted, and I kind of just, like, chalked up to a lack of sleep. In hindsight, it was definitely, like, fatigue from COVID. And it was brutal. Like, I don't think I've ever been that tired it was like i it was like i went had an all-nighter the night before mm-hmm. it's like you know you're you just like feel shitty you know so anyways in my basketball game i got hit right in the sternum and i might have fractured it it's more likely i bruised it but i had a time to recover so maybe i did have chest pains from covid but if i did they were disguised by the sternum injury i know right that's like a really coincidental timing because that's like in your chest i know so if it, that's painful you but could be i never would cough but i was congested i was too yeah um but i'm always congested this is a really funny story real quick <laughs> i was at i was getting a tennis lesson from my tennis coach at each uh, my tennis what's coach her name east it's a dude uh. why do you think it was a woman I don't know. Men's tennis coach. I mean, we did have a woman. Assistant. What was her name? It's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the assistant coach? Oh, Miss T or something. I forgot. I Miss T? I quit anyways. Oh. Doesn't matter. You weren't, you weren't built for tennis. This is not the point. That was really... That was uncalled. <laughs> that was out of bounds. That you mean was, out of pocket? That was out of pocket. No, out of bounds is my new term. I don't like... Madness. Anyway, <laughs> in the spirit of Marge Um, Fuck, man. You just... <laughs> Interrupting with unimportant details. Anyways, something about tennis. So yeah, with the so, assistant coach. Yeah, so well, the female was, coach. Nope. Uh. So the head coach. He also does like private lessons at Gates Tennis Center. It's in Denver. Um, and I was getting a lesson in the off season, and I had a stuffy nose, and it was like the middle of summer, right? It was like off season. That's right before tennis season in the fall. Getting and, that pre preseason I, work. Yeah, so I had a stuffy nose, and my coach was like, "Are you okay? Are you sick?" I'm like, "No, I'm always congested." And he's like, "Do you have allergies?" I'm like, "No, I'm just like congested like all year round." He's like, "Sounds like allergies." And then I just realized how stupid I sounded, thinking it wasn't allergies. Like I'm definitely allergic to some shit. <laughs> It's the middle of summer and I'm congested. And I'm like, oh, this happens. Like, it's just congestion. Yeah, that doesn't happen if you... And I'm like, it just happens year It's just congestion all year round. Yeah, that's allergies. And he's like, so, yeah, he may be, yeah. You should take Zyrtec. Dumb moment for me. I've never gotten an allergy test, though. I hear, like, they they prick you. No, they don't do that. That's a myth. What are the, what, how, have you gone? My mom claims I did, but that's just because she doesn't want to admit that she never took me. I'm the only uh, one like, like, that's... Parents, like, I think my parents, like, if it ain't... My parents, like, philosophy is, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, like, <laughs> like my sister, is a, she knows she's allergic to, like, pollen and, like, dogs and shit. But, like, she found that out, like, through trial and error, basically. That's basically... Well, favorite. I mean, <laughs> that's what happened to my brother. One day, my <laughs> brother is a little baby, and... They were at Dairy Queen with the family, and they're like, here, Noah, here's a little ice cream. And they eat it, and then just imagine a baby's face turn purple, and it's like, eh. And then they're like, oh, my God, it's dying. So they have to rush him to the hospital, inject him, because he ended up being deathly allergic to dairy. <laughs> Can you imagine that, though? Like, you're just like, oh, my God. Oh, Noah. But, you know, he's okay now. He's a... Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, if you guys don't know, Manny's older brother's deadly allergic to dairy, like, he carries an epipen and shit, so when he said, like, oh, yeah, they found that out through my brother, I'm like, oh, God, like, this, <laughs> that had to be, like, I'm laughing, in hindsight, it's funny, but, no, like, in the, the moment, moment, you're like, probably like, is, like, ah! like, literally could have not had an older brother, potentially. Damn. To, <laughs> I didn't even, why would you say that? Well, it was just a very serious situation, and we were laughing like it's a baby it, turning purple. Baby. Yo. Airways are closing. This is a great time to ask this, actually. Good question of the week. Okay, yeah. If there's one thing you, like, the least, what's the one thing you wish you were not allergic to? Like, what would be the worst allergy to have? 
okay. Well, I'm not allergic to anything now. But if I were to be like... Like, what would be the worst one? To not be allergic to? No, to be allergic to. Okay, yeah, to be allergic to. Water. Can that... Is that a thing? I actually... Ooh, I forgot, like... Because that's, like, you know, that's, like, a, that's like something talked about on the internet and shit. Like, hey, can you, like, be allergic to water? And, like, can you survive that way? There's somebody who's, like, allergic to sunlight, though. That is a real thing. That's, like, a disease. That's... Oh, that's a disease. And actually, allergic to water is true, too. It's, like, this thing where it's, like, allergic to the touch. So, like, you can't let your lips touch it when you're drinking it. And, um, if it hurts... Like, you leave rashes when you cry... Oh my god. And you can't like clean yourself. It's a mutant shit. I mean, if anybody No, it's like, like I've I'm seen it. Sorry, it's really painful. Like, it sucks. Yeah. So water or sunlight? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Like so like they can still drink, right? It just like it can be painful. Like it doesn't like if they drink, No, no. It touches it, their throat obviously. It doesn't swell that. No, up, yeah. Man. Only the else. Or else you just wouldn't make it. That's just natural selection, yeah. unfortunately. But um <laughs> fuck. No, I'm going to pick like one of my favorite foods. If I was allergic to like tortilla bread that would suck that would suck what about just bread if i was yeah like basically gluten dude if i was gluten free i know plenty of people who are gluten free you just think that would blow i don't know if i could survive dude you at least you'd have gluten free pretzels if i got the allergy today i don't think i'd survive because i'm so used to having bread in my diet but if i had it when i was a kid i'd be used to it right it's one thing that's like what's fucked up some people develop allergies at like 25 like that's cruel yeah it is cruel god's like allergy deal with it yeah that that sucks yeah what about you well i i do have one allergy right now currently well i'm allergic to bad vibes And I, bro, we gotta we gotta have our friend Aiden on. <laughs> Aiden fought. Aiden is Bo's brother. Bo's been a two time guest. You'll see when he comes on. We'll have him next week, hopefully. But continue. But, okay. So wait, what, what about Aiden? He's just he's always talking about the vibes. So you just remind. Yeah, him exactly. That. I'm allergic to the bad vibes. Um, I I just can't. <laughs> It's deathly. Okay, are you actually allergic to anything, though? Yeah, the bad vibes. <laughs> no, like, okay, besides the bad vibes. That's Do you have any allergies besides the bad vibes? Yeah. No. Okay. Just Me bad neither. vibes. We're yeah. both blessed. <laughs> I just, I don't know, like, because I don't have allergies, I just, like, feel like to people who do have allergies, like, you know, like, fucking beta, you know, like, just don't be allergic to shit. You know, I think it comes down to parenting because, like, peanut allergies are super common in the U.S., but I read some, like, research and, like, learned about it in biology that, like, kids in, like, Ethiopia, like, don't have peanut allergies. They don't have, like, any allergies because they're exposed to so many germs as a young child. Oh, like, if you incubate your baby in a super clean space, it's going to be, like, it's going to get sick from any little germ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to get, like, your body used to it. Like, give them some dirt to play with. Fuck spending money on But anyways, I think the allergy I wouldn't want to have. Yeah, what's the... I wouldn't want to be allergic to good vibes. I mean, imagine being allergic to good vibes. You could only experience bad vibes. Because if you didn't, you would die. And just your whole life would just... Like, like your you go entire to a, life would be a bad vibe. Yeah, you go to a party, you're like, wow, this is fun, I have to go. And then you're just like, I can't... You're just like, yeah. freak out. Either that or... How would that work? You're no, in a good vibe, like, what happens to you? Um, same thing that happens to me when I'm in a good vibe. Or wait, vibe? yeah, exactly. We don't... Dude, you know. You know. Anyways, either that, or imagine, like, I it would suck to be allergic to the sun, but you could just cover up. I think what would really suck... I mean, my mom and I are basically allergic <laughs> to the sun. Like, imagine... <laughs> let me say this. Especially uh, Accutane. I know a couple of my friends are on it or have taken it, just like I have. Um, and the listeners out there, if you don't know about it, Accutane's like a medication you take for acne, but it gives, like... It has hella side effects. Like, your skin is super sensitive. You're super dry, bloody nose. So, like, I'm a pale guy. I don't tan like my boy Manny here. Manny's a crisp. He's he's crispy. He's he's nice olive Thank, skin. Thanks, but, man. But I, on the other hand, you can definitely see. Look at the difference, actually, in the camera. Like, we can't see our faces, but just the color. Wow. <laughs> You're wearing a sleeve. <laughs> this is my skin, though, essentially, when I'm somber, right? Um... But on Accutane, I'm especially sensitive to this gun. Like, when I was out for lunch, like, during school, like, during lunch period, we were walking to restaurants, right? Because we couldn't drive. I got sunburned during just lunch period. And I was out walking, like, 15 minutes there and back. Nah. I was sunburned because I didn't wear sunscreen. So I, I I have been basically allergic to the sun. So I, I, I handled it. Like yeah. I mean, I imagine, though, being allergic to the darkness. 
Like I, I don't wow. know. Can you go to sleep? No, like you, sl- you have to sleep with in a, a bunch li- of lights on. Yeah, you know how hard it is to sleep with like, like I'm saying even like a shadow, like you're fucked. You just, you have like to. This behind us. Yeah, like. Ah. <laughs> like imagine. That would yeah. Or being allergic to um. But then you would just have only starburst. Only... I like oh starburst. Oh my gosh, being allergic to starburst. Or like, what's the so... best seasoning? Like being allergic to salt. Oh, yeah. like, you just can't go to the ocean. Everything. You'd have to just have unsalted food, which is just like not ideal. Every all. spice has salt. I you'd feel probably like. like you'd have like very healthy cholesterol levels, though. No, I feel like no, you but, would die actually, though. Uh, yeah, I think you'd because you, you no, you die without a certain level of sodium. sodium yeah. And isn't salt literally just sodium? Yeah, basically. But I bet you can find other sources of sodium besides salt. If you're allergic to sodium, though, but that's like an that's like an element. Yeah, you sodium. could. Uh, can you be allergic to an element? I'm allergic to, uh... I'm allergic to iron. I'm allergic to broken heart. Hydrogen. I'm allergic to oxygen. No! that? Like, <laughs> it was like, TikTok conspiracy, like, what if we're all allergic to oxygen? And it just and slowly, it just kills slowly kills us. poisoning us. Actually... And then the guy, and like, the guy stitched it, which is like, basically do I do He was like, okay, so just don't breathe then. See how that goes. I'm like, yeah. That's the crazy oh, thing. Actually, everyone, you say that shit, you're stupid. everyone has a minute timer before they die, and you reset it every time you take a breath. Shit, no, but people can last. They cannot like people. Some can people can extend their time, their timers. Some people can extend their timers, but people have a set timer. There must be a physical limit. I wonder what the physical limit is for like how long you cannot breathe. That's a great question. I'm gonna look it up. Well, the, that's the weird thing. So David Blaine literally look up how long was David Blaine underwater. He, I'm pretty sure he was underwater for over 20 minutes, but he said that scientists pre- um told him that 17 minutes. He was One underwater. Minute your ass, Manny. <laughs> so, but listen, that's what I'm trying to say. Like he, David Blaine, 17 minutes. Yeah. So the crazy thing about that is he said that like doctors told him that after that long, in theory, he should be brain dead, even if he's not dead. Like, yeah. the brain isn't supposed to be able to, like, do I'm that. But somehow, this guy's just like, don't care. Hold my breath. There's, like, training you can do. I but, know, like, but longer. still, at that point, like, your brain is without oxygen. I like, kind of want to learn. I bet you, like, learning the Navy SEALs and shit, because they do, like, some, like, you know, they do a lot of training underwater. Well, like, you, I want to learn how to breathe longer. You, well, you, you know, one of the things he did to help himself? What? Every day for over a year, he slept in literally, like, a tent that basically took out oxygen so it was like the equivalent of sleeping at like twenty thousand feet elevation oh. and stuff like that so he literally trained his blood he must have been like an amazing runner if i'm being honest because he probably needed so little oxygen in his yeah, body like he trained his body to not need as much oxygen that's like i bet like he could like probably like easily climb everest and not pass out he, dude if, if, if he, he climbed everest 20k elevation like ele- everest is higher but like a colorado 14 or like people have struggled breathing from 12 to 14k feet and he's sleeping at 20k he's just it's, a, it's around that it's just like very high elevation no for sure i mean okay but Definitely if david blaine were to climb everest he wouldn't just climb everest this guy's a freak guys if you guys don't know who david blaine is look him up okay yeah, this guy like will swallow a bowl with fish and then regurgitate water for an hour and a half until the fish comes back up this guy one time litter this guy has literally stabbed a knife through his hand and then had someone else pull it out, and he's like, oh, I'm fine. He's a freak. He's a freak. Like, <clears throat> is he even considered a magician? Because he just, like, does stuff that's, like, real, but he's just, like, he just does it. That's how he got, I think he got famous from, like, he's amazing with card tricks, too. Yeah. But he also just, he's simultaneously just, like, a stunt devil. A like, the most recent thing he did, he fucking tied a bunch of balloons to himself. Oh, yeah, and, just- and just, he was like, okay, bye. <laughs> and he just floated into the middle of the, uh, the, I think it was the Nevada desert. Yeah, I think we talked about Like, him over the Grand Canyon. Briefly, on, like, episode three with Daniel, I think we talked about him. <laughs> Daniel also knows about him. But, um, oh, because that's when it happened. Yeah, it was like... That's crazy, yeah. yeah. But what I was going to say was, Manny, because we've been talking about this through several episodes now about skydiving without a parachute and falling. Oh, he think, could definitely do, do you it. you think he could do it? Dude, let's challenge him. Dude, I... I <laughs> go to his Instagram like, dude, jump out of an airplane, skydive, but with no parachute, you just have to land based off natural selection. Are you that freak of a nature? He'll, he'll be like... No problem. No, he'd be like this. Well, first, I had to... 
uh, make my bone structure looser. So yeah, he, like trains for it. Like he just keep like he falls from like higher and higher distances <laughs> to like prepare his body. That it's like I had a setback at about five thousand feet elevation. Uh, I uh, I kept going. The crazy thing is, once you get past like. 15 feet you could die <laughs> yeah, like he's either gonna die like through one of his stunts that goes wrong or he's gonna live to like 130 he'll retire he's like yeah i'm, I'm good yeah like i'm just gonna live out the rest of my life without the possibility of dying every day from an extravagant stunt i think but, like um, 60 once you're 60 you're too old to like yeah for daredevil shit for sure but dude i was listening to this other podcast and i don't want to steal this story but i just want to tell it to our viewers so basically the they had a guest on and that guest neighbor is a skydiving instructor and he had like a parachuting accident where like the first parachute didn't work and the second one was like tangled up and he was like with somebody else on him because he was doing like so he landed on top of them and they died and he lived that's fucked up that the crazy thing is is that no he's like i'm the instructor i have to take the blood because this person that's attached to me i'm responsible for their life because like i'm the instructor i'm supposed to be pro so this way i'll get to it but so now I'm a little scared because this was like one of those where he's like has an amateur to him and he's like the professional doing like yeah. everything for him and it wasn't his fault, I guess. Just shit went wrong. We're, we're going skydiving. <laughs> Don't be a bitch about it. I ain't no bitch, okay? So you going skydiving? Yeah. I'm just scared now. Anyway. <laughs> You're like, yeah. So, I might need to be pushed out of the plan, but yeah. <laughs> yeah just... But so this guy was like, I got to take the fall. So he, so right, because usually like you see like the... The amateur's in front, and the guy's, like, attached behind him on their back. He flips them over. He tries to slow them down as much as possible. We talked about that YouTube video about, like, techniques you can do to help. Yeah. He flips around so that he's on his back facing the ground so that he'll take the blunt of the fall. Survives. And, like, he, he was paralyzed, actually, for a while because, like, you're not going to get Did out. the other person live? The, uh, the woman, it was a woman, the, the passenger, unscathed. She got up after they fell. That guy's built different, bro. <laughs> like David Blaine, take Dude, that woman must have been like, thanks. Thanks, right? I mean, like, I'd just be like, thanks for saving my fucking life. What, like, what, what wow. if she was just ignorant about it? And she I was bet. like, she was I like. Can, I can imagine her being like a Karen. Like, oh, why, God, why did you, why did you not, elbow. why did you not open the parachute? Yeah, she'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> He's like, bro, I just saved your fucking life. Well, he, he was definitely like this. But like he right I'm as just, pretending like, to be you think like i don't unconscious. know what like they were talking about it like they can't explain it like the doctor said it was a medical miracle that's crazy like dude god god was like you know what that, you. that's job. so kind of you <laughs> to save that woman's life spared dude it's like fucking soul like i i you haven't seen the movie yet it's okay i'm gonna spoil it again but basically like th- because like the main character like treated this new soul so nicely they gave him a second chance to go back and live his live out his life Spe- he's like dead so Spe- that's probably he probably did i think soul like the movie like they might be right on that shit maybe that is how like the afterlife and shit works maybe they were like damn bro good job send him back because <laughs> yeah. i think he was like probably out like oh dude he, he, i wonder the scariest thing too is that he was facing upward right his back was facing oh he down. didn't so know when he was gonna he hit didn't it know he was gonna hit you know what that actually that might have helped him because yeah, I, I think I the one thing that i learned was like you have to be completely relaxed because or i saw something muscle. that like yeah if you're conscious you will die because like you tense up right before you hit it. So even if he was conscious, he couldn't. You can't tense up if you don't know when it's gonna happen. You're just like, I'm dying. You're just gonna hit it, and then and you hit another it. Another thing is wow. too is that some people die like if they're if they die from like a fall, like a, a, a like a super big fall, they'll die before they on impact because they just have like a heart attack because they know they're gonna die. Really? Isn't that terrible? That's just like so sad. That to me, that's like. That's gotta be like so terrifying a way to die because you know you're gonna because you might as well try to stick the landing. Like if you get shot, you're not expecting it, right? Whether like if well, you're depends, in war, but... you have a risk, but like you know, at any moment it's like a blink of an eye unless like you. Some get people shot have a heart attack from like that. Out. Yeah, if I would try to stick the landing feet like, first. I'd put my arms up. Like I'd put my arms up. I'd land pencil, and I'd go ta-da, <laughs> <laughs> and just see what happens. <laughs> but just knowing like you're just facing like thousands of feet in the air. Like, that guy, obviously, just one in a bajillion, but you know, that's why I'm saying, like, if the entire world skydive, like, your social experiment to see, like, to make, to breed the best humans, there would be, like, ten humans left, probably. No, yeah, the other thing is it just, like, <laughs> would have nothing to do with genetics. It's just luck. It's just luck, exactly. Medical miracles. Um, 
And also, like, there wouldn't be any doctors to, like, save them or help at all because the doctors would also be jumping out of the airplanes and dying. No, yeah, thanks. Um, you know, speaking of just second chances, have you seen Pop Smoke's new movie? No, did you watch it? No, I think we should go watch it tonight. Is it in theaters? Yeah. I'm kind of down. Viewer, if you want to come with us. Hit our lines. DM us if you're in the Denver metro area. But, you know... Um, not be any more specific than that. <laughs> Runes! <laughs> Our location, we're in a secret bunker, a.k.a. my shitty basement. Yoni, your basement is like... You know, I think it's a very well-timed movie, because it's about, like, an Asian basketball player and how, like, he goes through his journey... Oh, my God, dude, guy, did you see now the, the whole... shooting? Yeah, that's what That I'm... shit's fucked up. Dude, I know. I think that's why oh the movie's God. kind of good timing for it to come out, because of, like, how... Because everybody's just hating on the asian community you know wait so sorry i do want to get back to that that just reminded me of this one thing i wanted to say really quick um so my house has like a black lives matter sign out in front of it yeah um it's 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 okay wait before (laughs) that's just it's unimportant but it has a black lives matter sign in front of it it's not the biggest sign that's what yoni was gonna say they thought they it was gonna be bigger when it came yeah but it it was underwhelmingly small yeah but it's it's still there it's cute but we have this person who i forget his name because like i don't talk to him that much but he like comes to our house when something's broken he'll like fix it um and my dad told me that today he our sink was broken he was fixing it and he said to my dad i don't think i can keep working for you because you have a black lives matter sign out in front of your house and my dad told me he had like an hour-long conversation with him and wow (laughs) the repair guy yeah because like i i'm like a big like advocate for social justice and i talk to my dad a lot or about it a lot so and it's so interesting because my dad said his perspective was so interesting to him because he didn't think like this the guy isn't himself a bad guy right the guy like the issue the guy had was like oh i don't like the organization i think the organization's wrong and obviously like he focused he focused more on like the uh like destruction too and like he's like i don't like like the rioting because which is fair like rioting's obviously bad but like when that's what he focused on Mm -hmm. and it was so interesting because my dad was like this guy isn't like inherently like a racist person it's just when his priority isn't i believe that we have to first focus on like getting to a point where everyone feels equal before we can like move past race but he just wants to go straight past race and i just think it's so interesting because like i think a lot of times people think there's a right and wrong and like the other side is just ridiculous but there's another side for a reason and the other side looks at the other side like what the fuck's wrong with you so it was just interesting right because if i I, because at the same time there are certain signs that if they were out from people's house i'd be like i'm not gonna go work for them yeah no so like that's just like him that's like yeah even if i obviously obviously i disagree because i'm the one with the sign yeah but but it was a different sign no i think that shows like because a lot of people think like like, it's not as polarized as some people think with a lot of people. Like, there, you could definitely convince somebody, like, your repair guy. It's, it's like, the people who don't... All the people who don't believe in Black Lives Matter, they're not all, like, QAnon people or white supremacists. Some of them are, like, the repair guy who, like, like has a normal job, doesn't, like, go out of his way and, like, is part of a radical group. But he... He says he sees this, this, and this in the media, and says like, "I don't like that." So well, like and this. well, what's so interesting too is my dad told me, and I only talked to my dad about this for like five minutes because it was quickly on the phone, and then I got into a Chick Fil A drive-through. But I'll talk to him about it later. Chick Fil A, um, um uh, sponsored hashtag not sponsored. We're not sponsored by Chick Fil A, unfortunately. Yeah. Anyways, but um, he told me that the repair guy was like, "I feel like like I'm a bad person because I'm white and what I've seen yeah. and." That's like there are literal books about that topic, yeah, right? right? Well, I think it's um that's one. There's one about white um I can't I can't remember right now. But if you look up white, just look up white, it'll it'll be one of the options. But it's just interesting because like, why would he take his time to go read that book? Like, how would he know that that that's a thing either? So, eh. anyways, back to the other. Very sad topic. It's a bummer. Guys, we hear a very nice podcast. Stand up for Asian lives. Asian lives matter. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, that's about it. Yeah, if you guys have 
an Asian American club at your school? I know I have one at my school. That's are you guys allowed to have that at your okay? We, or we probably are, but we don't. Well, there, you, there you was have, like diversity. Yeah, I am a co-president of the yeah, Student yeah. Union so, for Diversity. Yeah, I know that is hosting, I think, a conversation. I know as a club, I'm co-president of Jewish Student Connection Club. I think we're having like an all-club presidents meeting soon, so we'll see what comes out of that. But uh, yeah, guys, don't overlook, you know, Asian hate, you know, because it is overlooked. It's, it's similar to like anti-Semitism. It's another overlooked in, thing. And actually, my club... I'd say about a month ago, had this amazing kid. His name's Vivek Shaw. He's uh, going to Yale next yeah, year. Super smart really guy. Yeah, super okay. super smart guy. Super nice guy. But he gave a presentation at my club about model minorities, and it's kind of like yeah. the idea that some minorities demographically are more successful than like white the white demographic, yeah, actually, yeah. and it and it ends up being like causing problems because people are like. Why? Why is this demographic not like successful when this one was? It's like, oh, it's not because they're a minority; it's because they're lazy. Like that's actually a myth. Something Vivek talked about that was super interesting is pre. I'm sure a lot of people know about like the anti-Chinese laws that were passed in California, like in the 1800s, like yeah, how they yeah, banned. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then, obviously, um, and obviously, like the Japanese Japanese Americans were put in internment camps during yep. World War II. But what a lot of people don't realize is the reason there was a turnaround was because during the Cold War, um, towards the beginning, the Soviet Union was doing all this stuff saying like, oh, America's so bad, like they don't treat their Asian like like citizens yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So America was like, shit, let's put them, like let's let in more Asians so we like seem like we're the democratic country everything motivated everything america did in that time period was just motivated to like beat the russians yeah literally so (laughs) and then so that was like why we suddenly became more asian friendly or america became more asian friendly Mm -hmm. but what people don't talk about either is that america was like okay well if we're gonna let asians in let's only let in the most successful ones so like they only let in like the one percent who applied to come so that's why like if you have a bunch of people come and they're already pretty rich, yeah. it's easier for them and to like, continue their success. And the modern equivalent of that is colleges forcing any f- international students to pay full tuition, meaning like only the rich kids. Like my mom teaches English to foreign language students, and she has a lot of um, Arabs and Chinese people who speak like Mandarin and Arabic. But they're like, like she literally had like a an Arab prince, like some guy from like a country in the Middle East who's like literally a prince because these people are rich. They have to pay full tuition. So that also comes like these minorities who yeah. come from these country like they are they're they're from wealthy places because they have to pay full tuition but going back to like the whole like asians being like what do you like model, model minority yeah. yeah there i read this book i just finished it called outliers and i think i briefly mentioned it once but there was a section on why like asian students especially asian immigrants people who come from asia and like and just like um people from like china so not even asian american students yeah just, just like asian asians too. right they're, they like because the you know there's like this uh stereotype no there's like a no there's like a competition not a competition but just like a, a an international like test that is done by like all countries and they like rank them on how well they do in like different areas in math like a good portion of them like of the top countries came from asia and united states was kind of like mid whatever but it's because their language actually makes it a lot easier to deal with numbers like like the way we say fractions is so inefficient to the way they say fractions. Really? And same with numbers. Like, wait, what book is this called? It's called Outliers. It's so interesting. I learned so many cool, interesting facts, and this was just one part of it. It learned. It was also there was also a section about how like depending on where you come from, you're a better or worse pilot. It was insane. Like your your culture has such a big impact on who you are, and, and you don't even realize. You know it. what? This connected to that. I I'm, I just read this book, 1984, yeah. in a part of, and it's like government control, and they're like trying to control the language. And someone was like, you know, it's so interesting that they talk about language because there have proven studies that languages can make people either happier or sadder. Because if you're in a language, if your language doesn't t- talk about hypotheticals and doesn't have hypotheticals in the language, you're actually going to tend to be happier on average because you can't think about hypothetically bad things or what could have been isn't that a mind fuck bro oh my god asian like mandarin like the way they say uh numbers is like like one syllable it's like we have seven eleven like what's that's inefficient no think about it this way dude we say 
11, 12, but then starting at 13 through 19, we say teens. Why don't we say one teen, two teen? That's basically how they do it in Asia. It's a lot more efficient and a lot more logical. Like we're all spread out with like English. Like everybody says, like it's a confusing language with the grammar and it goes with numbers too. And it allows uh, Asians to remember so many more, like a number, like a sequence of numbers way more than um, American kids. And it's why like I saw this study, like Japanese kids at the age of four were able to count to 40. And like American kids were able to count to fifteen, and that's like a it's crazy. It sounds like a small crazy thing. Difference. It's like that's a small thing when you get to like it sounds like a small thing, but if that's like your baseline, you can build on it faster. And it's interesting too because like another like thing about model minorities, and that something Asian Americans often talk about is they're expected to excel, right? Yeah. So when they don't, they're like, I need help too, just because like I'm. An Asian doesn't mean that I don't need help with math, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's maybe where that stereotype came from. Yeah, and then that was just that yeah. was just the language reason for why Asians, on average, are better at mathematics. The other reason is how they teach it, right? It was more of a cultural thing. Oh, so okay. if you like go back like hundreds of years, and you go out to like, especially like they were talked about like um, West China, like rural China. Like, in American agriculture, we had, like, wheat, right? They had rice. They grew rice. And rice patties take a lot more energy and effort and, like, intricate detail to grow and to cultivate. And they do it all year round. Like, they said, like, like in Europe at the time, in, like, 1800s, 1700s, even earlier, like, they had, like, a harvesting season and a planting season. And then in the winter, they hibernated. Uh, people in Asian cultures were working all year round because it wasn't cold in the three, winter. Right? If they're like, there was a quote like, "If you if you can't get up at six a.m. like three hundred and sixty days a week, like you will not a make year, your yeah. yeah a year sorry, <laughs> like your family won't be successful." Like their work ethic was insane to cultivate these rice patties, huh. and that is generational. That goes down to the next generation. And you know what? Tied into that, maybe this bo- so the book didn't talk about it. It's rice. like there's like proof that your genetic code is actually altered throughout your lifetime based off how you live it. That goes into like generational trauma of slaves, but also yeah. goes into ger- generational hard work. Maybe it insane. does. But, yeah. but then they, uh, and then there was like, it's funny because this book, okay, before I go any further, everybody listen, I highly recommend reading Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Look it up. Great book. Oh, Malcolm Gladwell. Wait. Yeah. Oh my God. Wait. Gladwell, not Glasgow. Yeah, I don't know. It sounded a familiar name, but... I'm going to look it up. Keep talking, though. But he was talking about how, like, this school uh, integrated that type of way. And it talked... Dude, do you know what's crazy? So it went from talking about, like, hard work, like, 300, 360 days a year they worked. You can translate this to, like, the American school system. Like, like you always hear about how, like, students are, like... American students are, like, not, like, at the top of the top of, like, whatever scores, like, that math score. It also comes in, like, how low-income students and minorities don't perform as well in schools. People think that public schools, like, while they're in school, are, like, failing low-income children. So there was, like, this graph of, like, how many, like, they put their reading level in, like, a, a point scale. And they, like, show their development, like, each grade during school. And, like, all of the kids are progressing at, in school, they're progressing at similar rates. But if you take, like, the year in general... Like the higher income kids are out doing the low income kids by way more. And it's not because of school. Summer break, bro. Summer break in America is actually just detrimental to to kids' education and especially low income kids. Why? You have high income kids. There's just so much to this book. But basically, higher income families continue their learning. Their parents use a parenting style called like concerted cultivation where they push their child to do more and more outside of school. And they have the money to like give them resources. So during the summer, they're like getting ahead in math. Improve. They so they much. read books because they can afford books. And low income students, some of their their reading levels dropped after summer. because they can't. They don't read all summer because like they literally because either one their parents aren't around to tell them to read or they they don't have access to books. Yeah, and it also comes down to like wow. when you're wealthier, you have more confidence and you assert yourself that, that in, in your needs. Um, but with low income families, there's a trend of it of them not having the confidence to speak up to authority because they're poor. And so it really summer break kills all American students, but especially low income students because it's a three month break where you're not learning anything like, and like other school systems like don't have in other countries. Yeah. And like, it's just like, and they went back to like the very beginning of like the school system in America. And it's just like summer break is dumb. Basically like schools in like Japan, they have school. I forgot on average, we have like a hundreds. How many school days a year do we have? I don't know. But Japan had like 80 more school days at least, <laughs> yearly. 
And then there was this there's this uh, charter school in Brooklyn or the Bronx that took after this model of like not having summer break and um and it's actually funny because it's similar to the DSST school. I they probably like, succeeded. Uh, they pro- their they scores. had school from like 7.45 to 5 p.m. every day and school on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And, and no summer break. Their scores must have been ridiculous. These kids, and, and, and they put it, they put the school, it's like a school just for low-income students. So like all the kids who go there like are from low-income. So it's not like, it wasn't like you have to pay a shit ton of money to go. Exactly, and like math class is like two hours long every day. So like, much math! All these kids are going to be engineers. <laughs> dude, these kids are smart, and like you think it takes a toll on the kids, but like eventually you, like, get, you get you adapt. You get used to it, bro. I know it's so true. Like my school switched its schedule to add like thirty minutes a day. Everyone complains, but like That's within literally... within two weeks, you're you're adjusted. That having those kids like it, it's rough in the beginning, but it will like create generational change because that will go down to their hopefully their those kids are going to be so successful. You see what I'm saying? But like, then, but gosh, it's tough. It's almost a question though. Like a lot of homework too. There I'm are like people. Middle schoolers. There are people who. It, who would say like I would prefer like there are people who are like I don't want to be an engineering major because I don't want to spend my college experience working that hard and like exactly. that's really your own that's choice an, that's but, the American culture that's right. like that's the so frequent weird. American culture yeah it's just like they say let kids be kids let them go outside but at the same time like it, the story it's called outliers because it talks about like the kids how, who don't no, it's just a, the book is basically about how the world's most successful people became successful. Malcolm is not saying like, this is the way it should go. But if you want to be successful, these are the cultural things. These are the things you need to do huh. that affect how, and a lot of it was like luck and opportunities you get. Like, right, right. Like Bill Gates, when he was young. He had the opportunity to get work on a computer lab at his school, which no other school in the country basically had. But then he went ham on that computer. There's all the stuff he would it's sneak like, out of his house like three exactly. in the morning and just go like, ham. Being super successful is all luck. Like you have to be lucky in the opportunities you get, but you also have to capitalize on the opportunities and you obviously have to be a hard worker. And I don't think people understand like to- what hard work really means. When you're competing against billions of people, working hard is like working hard exactly. you know it's just like, different there was he was saying like if all these if like a bunch of if everybody around the country had the same opportunities bill gates had at a young age how many more bill gates would we have probably a lot more it would yeah it wouldn't just be him so it, it, it's a combination right it's not all just like anybody can become successful if you just work the hardest out of everybody like you have to be a little lucky you know that's kind of what he got to you know Culture i you you mentioned this to me last episode uh Last Chance You, except like the basketball version. Yeah, I, I started watching it. Have you watched it? I finished it. Yeah. So, it's so like the coach, the coach talks about how like the the coach like grew up in in like a really bad neighborhood when he was younger, and he talked about how like one of the reasons he coaches is he he said you know everyone says well everyone has an opportunity, and he said I agree with that, but for a lot of kids their opportunity their window is so small, small. Yep. and. If no one's there to push them out that window, what are they supposed to do the rest of their lives, you know? So it's like, that's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that's a great That's, yeah, it's great. That coach is great. Um, did, anyways, did the book that you read, or, yeah, read, read is the past tense, Mm -hmm. um, did it talk at all about teaching styles? Because I watched, and I learned about this one thing, I learned about it a few years ago, but... It basically showed, and obviously I learned about this in science class, but obviously it only showed like one, two specific classrooms, but it, it was just like a general idea about how the different cultures taught. And I think it was comparing, um, it was an Asian country. I want to say China, but it might not be, but let's just say it was China and the US okay. and it was two classrooms, like high middle school classrooms. And in one of the classrooms, um, the American teacher walked around the room, f- saw the kid who knew it the best brought them up to the front of the room and had them yep. explain it. So. But in, was this in the book? Yeah. But of. then the, math, but. the teacher walked around the room, picked the, kid picked the kid who did not understand it one bit, <laughs> told them to go to the front of the classroom and do the problem. And they yeah. tried to do it. And then the teacher goes, class, is that right? And the class goes, no. The kid goes, oh, and does it again. Class, is that right? No. This- okay. Class is that right? Oh. Until the kid gets it right, yes. and then and then everyone in class claps for him, and they're like, "Yeah, you got it!" And it's like that's such that sounds so. And there's this thing that like there are positives to that, but there are also negatives to that. 
Yeah, so... I don't remember what the negatives I, are. So but you they brought exist. up a, another... There was just a lot of points in the book. But, yeah, so... <laughs> at this school, they had... They don't... Like, basically, uh, kind of his topic, his thesis for, like, this section of the book was saying how, like, being good at math is not an IQ thing. It's not an intellectual thing. Like, anybody can become good at math through, like, it's about work ethic, not intelligence. Like, if you have the right mindset, like, he used this example of, like, this super good mathematician who brought in, like, just, like, random people did tests on them. And she spent 40 minutes on a problem when the average, like, American teenager spends, like, nine minutes on the math oh, problem. Oh, Americans give, give up, up quicker. Yeah. That was one of the effects. quicker than Asians on average. And in this school, they try to change that. They change the culture of that more towards how it, it was in Asia. And it, it is. And it's insane. Because no, because... They have this guy. So in math class, basically, like, the teacher kind of takes a really laid-back approach at this, like, super good... And just makes them work on it. And this guy, and he keeps going. They, he doesn't, the kid does not stop until he or she gets it. Like, there was this kid, this girl, who was, was terrible at math when she got there. And she, like, cried day, some days because she, like, couldn't get it. But, like, she's literally majoring in accounting in college. And wow. she's the first of her family and to go to college. You know, you know what's so crazy, actually? It's literally just about your attitude and ethic, the, work ethic. So the same thing, working the same thing where I read, like, that. Thing. It also it might have also been a video in hindsight. I think it was a video, but it also talked about how the at they gave they sat down. I think this was Japanese students again. It might have been Chinese. Um, that's my bad for like not remembering. But they gave basically like a, te- a test subject group in- an impossible problem. Like literally, you could not solve yeah, it. it and the average American spent like two and a half minutes on it. And the average like st- other student again. Chinese or Japanese students spend like over an hour on it and it's like okay so the pro is they won't give up but the con is like the American was like this is impossible and they were right so it's kind of like there are pros and but cons both ways impossible. like in that case it was impossible but there could have there's probably another research project where they gave them a super hard problem that, and, like, was right and hard. one kept working on no it that right. actually definitely was a thing some like call professor at Berkeley did that and he like saw the difference on like how much longer his students were taking on. Like he gave students two weeks to do a problem, and he says, "Don't do it last minute because you need time." Because it's that hard. An error and think about different ways and this and, and that. And then students from other countries, like on average, got it more than the exactly. Americans. It's about That's your crazy. mindset entering the problem. Wow. It's just like. Like, we're so... That's why Americans are, like, 19th in math or whatever. Like, it's just, like, we look at it as, like, an IQ thing, and, like, we just give up easily. Like, and it can be smart when, like, we see, like, oh, it's impossible. But, like, if, like obviously the ma- math problems they give you in class aren't. You know what I'm saying? So, like, teachers are obviously good. You need to be guided. But, like, at a certain point, you just need to try more instead of just giving up. Like, I just know people who, like, in my math class who, like, the homework, like, they just won't do some problems because they don't know. Like, you're not going to at least try. Sometimes dude, people don't try. You got to try, man. Try on the problem. Yeah, do you try? Yeah. And that's why we're friends. Come here. <laughs> and, like, I get it. People have, like, people, you know, American high school, busy. I know you got other things here, like, if, if this is going to take you too much time. But, like, if you have the time, you know. You got it. Yeah. You know, that's actually, I just came up with a great Mount Rushmore. What? I think, and this could be semi-problematic, <laughs> but, uh, like, the Mount Rushmore of if you could live in any society through all of history oh so that includes like societies now and you could have any position in that society so i'm not saying like president but like upper class what society would it be because obviously like being in egypt would be cool but not if you were a slave in egypt which is like the problematic part because you could pick a society that's really messed up but could be really cool right like it'd be like like messed up but simultaneously i'll try to stay away from those no no Follow your heart. <laughs> you say my heart's following. Your heart. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Um, no, but um, so you're saying like geographically and time period wise. Yeah. So I could yeah. be like Roman Empire time, or I could be. Like yeah, you could just be like. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. I need society. I would have to. I would have to chill. I'd have to be in the Roman Empire. I and what would I be in that? In like, that? would you want to be in like the army or just one of the rich like ones who do, do orgies and get buffets? And, like, like, that's a great. I don't think I'd be an emperor because I just they all go crazy. It looks like, but I would be. I would want to like live a pretty full life, just like middle class, whatever. Just experience Roman society, the entire empire, but then become a gladiator and fight in the Colosseum just to like <laughs> feel the atmosphere. Like, yeah. I'm gonna- <laughs> You're dead now. That's what happened, right? You're pumped. 
You get you get eaten by a lion. Unless I'm unless I'm good. <laughs> you get eaten by a lion. Yeah, so that'd be crazy. That's number one. Oh, there's some cool ass societies. Dude, there's just so many cool societies, if right? World history, then you'd be like, damn, there's some I do not take I did not take world history, but I, got, I feel like I, I could still go come with up the with Aztecs. I wanna see a human sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be the one sacrificed, though. But I feel like they were just It was like, an honor, actually. That they think it was an honor to get sacrificed. Yeah, so I bet people are like, me, me, pick me. But but it's funny because they're, like, they were really dumb in the sense of, like, like they were very religious and, like... They, they were very, like, brutal in their, in their were, like, religion. they were, very smart engineering-wise. Like, well, the their city, their, you know about their capital, right? Yeah, I know. It was fucking... It was on a lake. Yeah, like, it was, like, they were kind of, like, a... They, had a, they built a floating city. Yeah, and it's just like... Sorry it was, to interrupt. It was definitely... It's definitely impressive. I'd have to see what's going on down there. Dude, that'd be um, so... Okay, but like, you would want to do it before Cortez showed up. Yeah, yeah, that it goes pretty much... Like, you would want to die... You would want to die, like, right before Cortez popped yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. I don't, I don't want to be there for that. Um... As uh, you, service you know I gotta be... Uh, uh, I don't know what time of period to be, but I gotta be in the land of Canaan at some point, you know, just to see Israel. Like, yeah, like first temple, like time. King David, bro. Yeah, King David, time. dude. Like King David, you just see David just fuck up Goliath. You're there, <laughs> you witness it. You're like, oh yo, David about to get fucked up. No, no, no. I'd be like, I got. You know, there's like betting going on. You're like, I got money day. on Goliath. You're like a bookkeeper. And you're like, I, I. No, I'm like, you know what? One to one hundred odds on David. No, like one to one million. You just become rich as fuck. And, and then you're like, David, I voted for you. And he's like, you did. Yes. I'm just the richest fucking biblical society. Yeah, definitely one of those time periods. Got to be with Damn. my people at some point historically. I respect that. Actually, they, it's just a very deep history. So that's my third, and then. Hmm. I'd have to be around for one of the Chinese dynasties, but I don't know which one. I feel Probably like the one that where they made most progress. They like literally made gunpowder. Like Europeans just took that and just then just fucked them over. Like yeah. opium war. I thought you were gonna say. Style. I thought you were gonna say like when they built the wall, but like they that was like every dynasty like. <gasps> okay. No. Oh, oh, did it take like multiple dynasties to finish? The yeah. Wall? Well, it's still not finished. Actually, there's all this stuff that its construction began in like the 1600s, and it, there's no end date yet because they're still for building. the Great Wall of China. Yeah, they're still building it technically. Well, I know they just built it along the north. I don't know what their goal for how long it was, but just to keep. Like, well, they're like constantly renovating out. it and stuff. Well, that's just to like make sure it doesn't collapse. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Have you seen the myths that they're like? the bodies of slaves are bit like inside the I wouldn't wall. be surprised. Apparently the labor for that was fucking brutal. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what I'd be in that one of the, I don't know which dynasty to pick. Cause there was a lot and I honestly forgot which one did which, but damn, that's, those are really good choices. Do you have one more? No, that was four. So, so run through them real quick. Just a recap. Oh gosh. Um, okay. I know I picked Aztecs, one of the Chinese dynasties, land of Canaan. And then my lot, what was my, first one. Oh, you did have another one you said it quick too oh wait no oh okay. roman empire oh wait i did have a question are you sure you wouldn't want to gr- uh be in china during like the opium thing you just be high as balls all the time <laughs> yeah but i mean it depends if i'm like in government like i'm getting fucked over by like basically every european country they're just bending my arm like yeah, but what if what if you're one of the positions like you're in the court and you're just high as balls and the emperor's talking you're and you're like, getting I'm getting paid by like European government like yeah like I basically work for them yeah I mean I mean I guess but like I don't want to be a druggie my whole life I mean you just be high as balls <laughs> so what man that's not a good thing okay yeah you're right we don't do that. Um, we don't do, is opium still like a drug well like i know it's like progressive it, opioids are in th- things i think it's just like a rudimentary version of like modern day yeah, opioids it was like um it's like a basic ingredient in modern day drugs. yeah 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 so yeah, don't do opium kids that's a very good list High five. What, what, you can t- you can take the aztecs okay so i i was thinking the aztecs i won't take them just because you did but i did want to mention they had sports like they had this game where it was kind of like basketball in football combined you had to basically score into this hoop using only your hips it was insane and they and they they don't know if they sacrificed Fuck football i know they they either sacrificed football. the winners or losers i can't remember 
But yeah, I'm not going to choose them because you did, but that was definitely If it was the winners, I'd throw. I'd throw them. (laughs) I'd sell them. No, because you're like, for glory, wait, you're going to cut open my what now? (laughs) Oh, sorry, self-goal, guys. Okay, actually, I think the first one I would pick, um, I would want to be an indigenous tribe. Which, there's a lot in like, South America, uh-huh. because I don't I don't like know their names and like I'm not gonna say the Incas because I would want to be an indigenous tribe, like because South America is so beautiful and like yeah, that's when the land was really really untouched. Yeah, yeah. So I'd want to be a tribe like where I just like have the most like simple life. Like we live in like a beautiful area. What like imagine the Amazon forest today, but like on steroids because it's probably a lot. I know, and, and like you can like imagine like knowing how to navigate the Amazon. Like obviously yeah, it would be dangerous. Yeah. But, like how dope would it be? Like you're not one of the cannon because like there are actually like cannibalistic societies yeah so not yeah. like that i just no, want to be like a chill society yeah. like in the amazon it's beautiful or like by like one of the biggest waterfalls in the world is in south america i'd be chill like to be right by that too yeah but like something like that i don't know much That's like vibes. the what life would... only good vibes dude you'd just be so connected to the land all right next one um next one i would have to go like i just i have to be in egypt bro I like have to see the pyramids get me. I know my people. I know the Jewish people are slaves. Yeah, it's okay for us to pick that one because our people were the slaves. Yeah, so, I would definitely like be Pharaoh. No, I would have Jewish slaves, yeah, but I wouldn't be Pharaoh. And I would treat them tr- like you know, no, like I would treat them with <laughs> decent respect, I, with humanization. I would humanize them. Yeah. But I mean, imagine like some people in Egypt did do that, dude. I would love to just see how the pyramids got built. No, like before the pharaoh that like we all know from Passover. Like I'm pretty sure the pharaoh before that was like pretty, pretty nice, humane, yeah. yeah. No, but I would just be curious, like watch. So I would like see the pyramid get built, and then I would totally like go grave rob that guy, that the the pharaoh. Oh yeah. So that'd be pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, Egypt's going. Respect. Yeah. I wonder. I would. I would want. I want to know if it's like the movies we saw as kids, like. Like about like Egypt and Palestine. it's probably a lot more brutal. Yeah, <laughs> be cool though. There was, be. there was that cartoon movie we always watched. It was like, so, those graphics were pretty good. I think of the guy from that movie. You know the graphics are pretty good, honestly. No, yeah, we should watch good. that. Yeah. Yeah. Throw back. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, another good one. So I recently just watched a show on Netflix called Bridgerton, and I heard, it. I heard it's popular. I and it's my mom it's, watched it. It's like pretty interesting but when you really think about like the context of what's happening in the show basically it's just a bunch of really rich like upper class like lords and shit in england right before the dynasty collapsed and it just reminds me of game of thrones vibes in terms of like these people are just in power because they were born with it and like all these other people work for them and like they just like in the show it's literally just about like finding like a husband and wife because like that's all they have to worry about and life's just yeah, such a joke just being that like narrow i know like it would be it would just okay you think it would suck but like you're just pampered like you just go to balls and you get to like focus on yeah. just like hunting and ruling like it'd be so chill yeah. and you like you want to smoke some opium like you have it yeah probably yeah, yeah so i mean that'd be pretty sweet and then Last one, this one would be easily the craziest. I would want to be a part of the Mongols during Genghis oh, Khan. Oh, fuck, why didn't I think Dude, of the Mongols? Dude, the Mongols oh. during Genghis Khan. Okay, but they were, like, so, like, They were OP. They were OP, bro. Brutal and Like, I would cruel, want to be one of the heads of Mo- of it. Like, I'd be one of... Because, like, dude, Genghis Game of Khan Thrones... Right speaking of Game of Thrones, the... 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 The Dothraki is based on the Mongols. Like, the Dothraki uh, horde is based off the Mongols. It is said that Genghis Khan literally built an army of 100,000 men. You know how many men? Just riding on horses. Many, 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 many men. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and the reason it was so crazy, was it, because, yes, he's really well known for, like, pillaging villages and, like, doing all these um, terrible, like terrible things but he was really smart when it came to battle because basically he would capture it and he would basically be like which men here can fight and then he would just Take them into the he would integrate them into the army he's like you could either be in my army or like die so yeah they were like, yes sir <laughs> yeah so it's like 
just fucking shit up. Like Dude, no one stops you. The, You're like I'd want to be just like a soldier because like they, like what like, a, like a really good. They one, were super though. mobile army. Like back then, like medieval armies were like slow and clunky. Like they were on horses. They like attacked rapidly. They were just like on oh insane bro. In the battlefield. So like that'd be fun. Like imagine being so strong, trying to you have to build a whole ass wall just to stop me, bro. Yeah, but like. Mongols did take over China at a point. I know, like the bro. Period. I actually have one more. Can I add one more? <laughs> honorable mention, man. Honorable. Has before. Okay, I actually want to take out the... I think the honorable mention one was the Britain one, because I watched Bridgerton, okay. but okay. I think the last one is I would be... I would want to be one of the um, Arabs who came up to Spain and took over Spain. They did do that. For, for like, 300 years. Yeah. And they built some of the most beautiful, like, all of the Mm -hmm. most beautiful art and, like, buildings in Spain all came from them. So it would just be sweet to, like, go up there and be like, this is ours now. I built. Yeah, Yeah, that was honestly when Spain was at its best. Yeah, probably, because then afterwards, when they took it back over, Queen Elizabeth, or whatever, or not Elizabeth, They took it back whatever. over, and then, then... Spanish Inquisition, but then Columbus discovered America, but yeah, that but probably happened But then Fran- Francisco. Yeah, whatever, the king and queen of Spain, yeah, they were a little mean to the Jews, but... Um, yeah, we're, we're anti, anti-Semitism. Yeah. Mongols was a great one, damn. Well, uh, that was a that was a fabulous episode. Time just flew by on that one. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, which I know Manny and I definitely did, please leave a five star review on the Apple Podcast app. They really help us out. They probably they help us with the algorithm, get us more exposure. And we're almost at five hundred followers on Instagram now. We're at like four eighty something. So it's very nice. We're, hop on the train while you can. Um, get us to five hundo. That'd be great. And uh, we love you guys. Bye. Bye bye.